Facebook had to apologize this week for something that amazingly doesn't have anything to do with fake news or Russian election interference. Instead, this was something a little bit more awkward, I guess we could say, and embarrassing in, an, in a different way. Have you ever heard of Facebook Spaces? I think we've talked about it here before, but this is Facebook's virtual reality effort, and it's basically a thing where you can place an avatar of yourself in a scene and talk to your friends. It's kind of weird. But Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg thought that the devastation in Puerto Rico in the wake of Hurricane Maria was a good time to show off this technology. It backfired. Here's what happened. He live streamed a video of himself touring around a flood zone or perusing it. At least this was a 360 video of it provided by NPR and juxtaposed with the goofy avatars and kind of vapid commentary, this struck a lot of people as not the greatest look for Facebook. Zuckerberg subsequently issued an apology saying that one of the most powerful features of VR is empathy. My goal here was to show how VR can raise awareness and help us see what's happening in different parts of the world. Turns out that too struck some people as more concerned with promoting VR than actually, you know, trying to help people in disaster situations, but he was also careful to mention that the company is partnering with the Red Cross on some efforts to aid the recovery efforts in Puerto Rico. All in all, not a great day for a company that's also, at the same time, running damage control for political issues. They brought, they bought, for example, full-page ads in the New York Times and Washington Post recently in an effort to shore up trust in the social network. They are being accused of complying with Russian interests and swinging opinion through Facebook ads. And there's a lot of fallback coming from this. As always, love to hear your thoughts. Let me know what you think in a call-in. Thanks for listening. This is Silicon Valley Beat. At this point, there are a lot of people with a lot of money trying to make self-driving cars happen as quickly as possible. Everyone from automakers to tech companies and even people in government. But surveys have pointed to the fact that a lot of people out there are not feeling quite ready to turn over the wheel to a bunch of software. After all, driving is not just a mode of transportation. It's also a pastime and very much ingrained in culture. But Waymo, which is Google's self-driving car division, is trying to change that perception with, of all people, LeBron James. Well, not just LeBron, but he is a part of it. They are putting out a public education campaign called Let's Talk Self-Driving, which is geared towards educating people on the potential benefits of self-driving cars for safety and convenience, but mostly safety. They got some organizations like Mothers Against Drug Driving to sign on to this message that self-driving cars can save lives, putting out facts like human error is involved in 94% of today's crashes. And they're also making the case that, for instance, blind people may be more easily able to get around with driverless vehicles and other benefits that aren't talked about as much. So these ads are launching first in Arizona, which also happens to be a state where a lot of testing is happening with self-driving cars. And yes, the campaign will also include a commercial starring LeBron on why he is cool with self-driving cars, and that'll go out around the new NBA season. 
What's your opinion on driverless cars? Are you comfortable handing over the keys to an algorithm and under what circumstances? Let me know what you think. Thanks for listening. This is Silicon Valley Beat. Hey, this is Silicon Valley Beat. I'm Annie Gauss. Google had a bit of an oops this week with their Google Home device at just the wrong time. The issue actually related to their Home Mini gadget, which was rolled out recently with some fanfare, but a writer at Android Police made the discovery that his Home Mini review unit appeared to be recording all the time. This was owing to a bug that incorrectly activated the listening feature. There is a touch activation on the device, and it seems that this was triggered constantly, causing the Google Home Mini to be active and listening a majority of the time. So the issue came to light, and Google was quick to issue a statement saying that the the bug affected a small number of devices, their words. But it's obviously kind of an embarrassment to Google, which is working hard to not just compete with Amazon Echo in this area, but also to prove itself as a competent maker of hardware in general. That tends to be not its strong suit in the first place. In any case, I'm sure they're hoping it all blows over and is forgotten well before the official release date of October 19th for the Home Mini. More to come. Thanks for tuning in.